As much as you guys think that making all this money is gonna change your life, it doesn't. And at some point you wake up and that's what you realize. And you ask what you said, what the hell am I doing? Welcome to the Have It All podcast. I'm Elon Ferdman, and along with my brother Guy, we're Satori Prime. We've spent the last 16 years on a quest of mastery, and not just in business, all areas. Mastery of our finances, our bodies, our relationships, and most importantly, our minds. You see, while most people fantasize about their dream life, we went out and created it. And you bet we learned a few things along the way. So if you want to gain new skills and tools that will help you achieve the life of your dreams, well, you've come to the right place. So get ready to have your mind expanded. Implement what you learn here today, and you'll start living the life of your dreams instead of just, well, dreaming about it. So are you ready to have it all? Let's go. So... A lot of business people here. How many of you guys actually own your own business? Awesome, so it's about like 40, 50%. Um, so real quick about me, uh, I was born in Israel to immigrant, immigrated here in 89, uh, was very, very poor. Uh, we struggled, I actually, how many of you guys saw a movie in America? Anybody see that? All right, there's a scene there where they're like carrying the used air conditioner down the street, the son and his dad, that was me. That was my life story. Um, and that actually ingrained a ton of what I noticed as I became an actual entrepreneur, a lot of limiting beliefs about what it takes to be successful. How many of you guys believe that to be successful you have to work really hard? We're gonna kibosh that today. <laughs> How many of you guys like to make a ton of money and have it be super easy? <laughs> right? There's a lot of things that have been impregnated in you from a very, very young age that are misleading. And I'm not even going to prove it in my own story. I'm going to have you check in with your own life about what's proven to work in your life to produce the best results. Okay? So, Real quick, I'll just go through my history so you know a little bit about me. Moved here in 89, immigrant family. I have a brother. We actually own Satori Prime together. I was always an entrepreneur. Like, growing up, never, ever, ever got a paycheck job. I always believed that I could work harder and smarter than most people, so I wanted to get paid what I was worth. So while everyone was out like at camps and stores, I was looking for telemarketing jobs. Um, that rolled into a finance career for about six or eight years. I grew a business from about half a million dollar investment to 107 million in assets under management. Uh, we actually took a nice upswing when the markets crashed because we were kind of the only game in town. And in 2010, after dumping all of my resources to try to save this company, I lost everything. So. My lowest moment in my entire life was in 2011. I just started my new company with my brother. Uh, we started in June of 2011, so this was December of 2011. I get a knock on the door. This is at 9.30, and we're leaving for the Bahamas on a business paid trip. My wife is there, my, her grandparents are there, and my four-month-old son, who we just put to bed, is upstairs. So I walk to the door. Doorbell rings, are you Elon Ferdman? Yes, I am, which I stupidly answered. And the guy goes, you've been served. Your house is officially in foreclosure. Now, the kicker to this wonderful story 
is that I hadn't told my wife that for the past 10 months, I haven't been paying our mortgage. <laughs> so now I'm standing at this doorway and I can feel her and her grandparents literally burning a hole in my back and I'm thinking to myself, oh shit. My, my marriage is done, because once she finds out that I lied to her for pretty much last year, we're done. They're thinking like, who the hell is this person, right? So I'm, I'm done, I'm never gonna see my son again. And then the loud voice just kept screaming like, what the fuck are you doing? You're out there trying to build a business where you have no money and no business building a business right now. Go get a job, support your family even if it means sucking it up for whatever it is. And I remember very distinctly in that moment, and for all of you guys that own a business, you've had this moment, where it was either you're all the way in or you quit. And that was my all the way in moment. So I turned around and had one of the most difficult conversations of my entire life with my wife, right before we're supposed to leave on this wonderful trip to the Bahamas. And here's what came out of it. I'd been married at that point. We got married in 2008 in November, so about three years, okay? When you get married, saying I do by no means create partnership. It just says, I do. I will start a life with you. Out of the worst moment of my entire life, for the first time I realized what happened, everything in life I could always handle. I always found a solution. I could always figure out how to work the system to make it work. And so I thought I could take care of it. That's why I didn't tell her. I was like, okay, month one, I won't pay. Month two, I won't pay. Because I figured like at some point I'm gonna make this all work. And I don't and I don't. And now it's I'm lying and I'm lying and I'm lying. So it's scarier and scarier and scarier. So what I've come to understand, and this was kind of the video I made today about there are no accidents in this world. They're just growth opportunities. Everything that's ever happened to you, everything that's ever happened to you has happened to you to make you who you are today. And most of you can look back at the worst thing that's ever happened to you, and I guarantee you that today, it's one of the biggest blessings in your life. It's led you to here. So that moment in that conversation, I, for the first time in my life, got what it means to create partnership. Because I got what it means to actually lean on someone to solve a problem that I could not solve on my own. So I tell you this story, why? Because no one is perfect. How many of you guys feel broken, or like there's something wrong with you, or if you only just handled this one thing in your life, it will all work out? Yeah, you're human. Guess what, you'll be doing that till the day you die. Your last breath, you're still gonna be doing that. You say that your life is really important, you say that your business is really important, you say that you want breakthroughs, but what are you doing about it? And this is not to make you guys feel bad, trust me. I love you just the same. It's just something to look at. If you're truly that committed to your life, to your business, to your family, to your health, and you won't take the time to do that one little thing, so where else are you cutting corners? Just something to think about. So first, I wanna bust a pretty big myth. How many of you guys would love to figure out how to balance your life and your work, right? Let me make it very simple. Life-work balance is bullshit. 
it doesn't exist. And I'll explain why. So this is what happens. People tend to compartmentalize their life. This is my family me. This is my fitness me. This is my work me. This is my going out me. Make sense? What if all of this, there is no this you, this you, this you, this you. There's just you living a life, would you agree? And in it, it is all this stuff. So what you're trying to say is, think about, this is what the brain does. What you're trying to say is, okay, I can dedicate 15% of my time here, 10% of my time here, 60% of my time here, right? And that would leave me, let me see, okay, right? And that's where we go about our day. You guys wanna all make more money? Yep. While you're here? Most people that wanna make a lot of money, what we do is, just so you know, I didn't actually say what we do, we're high-performance coaches. So we coach people that are generally seven-figure earners who have gotten to the point where they've made all this money and they wake up one day and they feel what? Empty. What are they doing it for? Empty. Yeah. As much as you guys think that making all this money is gonna change your life, it doesn't. And at some point you wake up and that's what you realize. And you ask what you said, what the hell am I doing? Some people think that, okay, well, if I just got married, then I'm gonna be happy. Then they're going, well, if I just got divorced, then I'll be happy, <laughs> right? If I just moved to Florida, I'll be really happy. No, 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 maybe it's California. No, 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 it's Europe. And all of this stuff is done by what? Anybody wanna guess? There's two parts of your body. There's the mind and there's your heart. What happens is, that the mind, call it ego, mind, whatever you want to call it, runs your show. For most of you, you're on freaking autopilot. How many of you guys get to work and you have no idea how you got to work? <laughs> you have those moments? I don't commute anymore, but... <laughs> I had like a 25 minute commute from my house to work for a long time. And I would get there and I would park in the parking lot and go, who the fuck drove the car? <laughs> I don't remember a thing. And then you get to work. And how many of you guys have had autopilot days at work? Right? How do you feel when you get home and you put your head down on your pillow after an autopilot day? Terrible, tired, exhausted, right? Now the days that you're on fire, and I'm not talking about you closed the deal, you did that, you just played. Passion on fire. How many of you guys have had those days? How do you go to bed at night then? Complete. You sleep the best you've ever slept. Why? Because when you do that and you live from that place, that's your highest self playing the game. It's called flow state. You know extreme athletes, those crazy people that huck themselves off of like 30 foot jumps and then spin in the air 19 times? They do that only because they're able to tap into flow state. Only. Flow state is where things happen easily. It's where you're out of your own way producing results effortlessly, everyone, and especially in New York, everyone. But here it's like, go, go, go. 
Ego, ego, ego. And we show up to places like this and we shake hands and we do all these things. Do you ever stop and think, why am I doing all of this? Why? Do an exercise one day. Go home. Do any of you meditate? Yes. On a regular basis? <laughs> yeah. She's like really excited. Yes, I do! <laughs> By the way, one of the greatest tools, the greatest tools, if you guys want to be successful, peaceful, fulfilled, meditate every day. It's a 5,000-year-old methodology for a reason. It works. Get the app, it's called Calm, C-A-L-M. I'm not an affiliate, it just, it's amazing. Start, five, 10 minutes a day. By the way, the brain is one of the smallest organs that uses the most amount of fuel from your body every single day. If you go to the gym to work out your body, to keep that healthy, meditation is like gym for your mind. You exercise it, it works better. It'll make connections that you just can't make right now. So, how do we get into flow state? There are two parts of you. Brain, mind, ego, versus heart. So I want you guys to think for a second. Think of something amazing that's happened in your life. Truly amazing. Like it was one of these, you tell this story, it's like, oh, you won't believe what happened. I ran into this person, and they told me this, and they introduced me to that, and this thing happened. Everybody got one of those moments? It's just absolutely mind-blowing. Was your mind involved in any of that? Or did your heart pull you to that perfect opportunity to be at that perfect place at that perfect time? You guys know what I'm talking about? Right? For those of you guys that started a business, there is no fucking way that who started the business was your mind. Your mind was the one screaming, don't do this, this is so scary, we're going the other way, go get a job. But something inside said, you know what? This is what I, this is what I want. This feels so good. Yes? Start a business? Who else started a business? Yes? Your brain went on crazy mode before you started. You had to talk to every one of your friends, you probably took them all out to dinner, you're like, I'm gonna do this, no, 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 I'm gonna do this. They were like, start the goddamn business! I can't listen to this anymore! For those of you guys that met the person that you love most in your life, did you strategize and think that through? Were you like linearly making Excel spreadsheets and like, okay, if I go to this many parties and I meet this many people and I talk to this many? No. So here, here's what's happened, evolutionarily speaking. When we became human beings, the heart was supposed to be the thing that drove everything. It is in fact your greatest guidance system. How many of you guys have followed your intuition and your gut? Has it led you to the most amazing things in your life? Yeah. And yet we still go back to this thing somehow. How many times has this thing had the worst catastrophic things that have ever happened to you. It's like, all right, we're gonna strategize this thing, we're gonna go here, and it just blown up in your face, right? Your heart is the best guidance system on planet Earth. It is true, it is infallible. What happens in your life is 
everything that we do, especially in New York, is we force. We force outcomes. We want to know that we're, our ego wants to know that we're the one that drove the car to that place so we can feel good about ourselves. And so you just work so damn hard. I'm gonna tell you a quick story. This happened to me literally in the last month. My brother and I are really scaling up our business in a really, really big way, and we're hiring a lot of people and bringing on a lot of different um, aspects to the business. So we were kind of road mapping where we wanted to be this, at the end of this year. And so we wrote down all the people we wanna hire, all the things we wanna do, and we came up with a number. And the number was, okay, in order to hire all these people and do the things the right way, we need to basically invest a quarter of a million dollars. So what do we do? Same thing all of you guys do. We sat down, we started mapping it out. Okay, quarter of a million dollars. That would mean doing X, Y, and Z, this, 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 and this. And we're, we're flowing. I'm like, oh, this is so good. We're gonna knock this out, this is amazing. And in the middle of all this thing, we're like 10 minutes in, my brother goes, <laughs> my brother goes, fuck all this. And I'm like, what? I was like, I thought we were jamming. He goes, I'm done with that. He goes, we know how this works. He goes, we can strategize, we can try to force, we can try to do all that, we'll get the results. They're just gonna happen in a much longer time frame, and it's gonna take a lot more effort. I don't wanna do that. She's like, you know what? I want a quarter of a million dollars to show up in my bank account from a new unknown source, and I don't wanna work for it. And I was like, you know what? That sounds good. How many of you guys would like $250,000 to show up in your bank account without doing any work and it'd just be like effortless and easy? So I was like, you know what? I'll play that game. The day after, and this is what happens, right? Like you guys get that in order to do this, it takes a certain faith and trust and knowing, yes? Yep. Day after, I get a letter from my accountant with a form, so we do a lot of uh, affiliate marketing, which is just marketing other people's products. And one of the things that we've done that for, they put the wrong EIN number in. So I call the company, I'm like, hey, by the way, I can't use this document, you've put in the wrong EIN. She goes, oh, well, we can't change that. Um, we can do it going forward, but we can't change that, you made a mistake. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. I was like, I can't even use the document, that company's dead. So. She's very unhelpful, but she leaves the conversation by telling me, oh, and by the way, just so you know, we've been withholding 28% of your earnings, not only in all of 2016, but since February of 2015. I was like, I don't understand what that means. She goes, 28% of the money that you made, we've just been withholding. So at this point, I don't know if to be like ecstatic or to punch this woman through the phone. <laughs> Because I'm like, well, if they've been holding 30%, that's a lot of money. So I was like, just out of curiosity, um, how much are you withholding? She's like, I don't know about 2015, but 2016 is $52,333. I'm like, lady, you're holding $52,000 of my money? She's like, yeah. <laughs> now I really want to punch her through the phone. So I get off and I'm like, you know what? This always works out. I can be mad right now, or this always go, it always works out. So I get off the phone, I call my brother, we figure out that they made this mistake, I call the next day, great, wonderful lady, tells me that they've, they're actually withholding 80 plus thousand dollars for the two years, and they owned up to the mistake, and we get it all paid 
when we file our 2016 taxes, which have already been filed. I was like, call my brother. This is literally two days after we said this thing. I'm like, bro, we're 30% of the way there. 80 grand, unknown source, no idea that money was owed to us. Day after, one of our clients comes to my house. We do like, uh, with our coaching clients, we do like day sessions with them. Comes to my house, he's about to leave. He's like, you know what, we've talked about me so much, I have no idea what you're doing. And I told him, I was like, well, one of the things that we wanna do is we wanna really gear up one of the things that we're marketing, um, and we're looking to bring on an investor for 150 grand. He goes, oh, it's funny you should ask. A good friend of mine just offered me $125,000 to invest in my company, but we're not at a position to take that money because we can't scale right now. Do you want an introduction? I was like, yeah. Five minutes later, text. Day later, we talk to the guy. The guy's like, 100 grand, I'm willing to give you. I'm like, wow. So now we're four days into this journey. I have to fly to Charleston, shake his hand, close the deal, et cetera. I call my parents, hey, mom and dad. Will you be able to watch the kids, help my wife? No problem, why are you flying to Charleston? Well, we got offered 100 grand, um, so I need to go, shake hands, sign a contract. My dad goes to me, we've been asking to invest in your company for the last three years, why don't you take our money? And I'm like, rather pay my parents than some guy, right? So I was like, okay, great. So in a span of four days, five days at this point, $280,000 miraculously manifested. But the story gets better. I contact the other guy with the 100 grand. I'm like, listen, we're not gonna take your money. We're gonna use my parents. And then I realized that there's this other loan that we wanted to pay off for a long time because we're paying a ton of money on it. It turns out that the amount on that one is exactly 70 grand. So I contact my dad again. I'm like, listen, I can go to this other guy or would you guys want to invest the full 170? He's like, oh yeah, we'll invest the full 170, no problem. So within a span of five days, exactly $250,000 shows up in our bank account without doing a thing. Clients that I work with don't work harder. They 4X their business because they get out of their own way. You're stuck in a world of doing. When you wanna make more money, what's, a, what's the question you ask? How do I do it? How do I do it? Who asks how do I do it? Your brain or your heart? Brain. brain. Now if you look at your own life experience, what's produced better results, your brain or your heart? So while you can get stuck in this, because everyone else is stuck in this, this is the worst model. This is not the one that produces breakthrough, amazing results. You want to meet that guy, right? When you start following this, it does the work for you. It says, hey, go to this coffee shop today. And you go, well, well why would I go to this coffee shop? That sounds weird. And the more you start to trust that intuition, that gut of yours, that's constantly sending you signals. How many of you guys wake up in the morning and a name pops up in your head? It's like, oh, call so-and-so. What do you do? Most people go, that's weird. Why did I just think of so-and-so? <laughs> right? Why would I call so-and-so? They have nothing to do with my business. 
call so-and-so. And you don't have to figure out what to say. Hey, just thought of you today. What's going on? And they'll be like, oh, oh my God, this has happened to you. Oh my God, I was just thinking about you. Whether you want to believe or not, we are all interconnected. I'm talking avatar style interconnected. <laughs> We're just not blue with tails. By the way, Animal Kingdom just launched Visit Pandora. You can like go to Pandora. I guess I'm really excited about that. <laughs> I'm taking my kids to Disney World very reluctantly, by the way. Very reluctantly. And then this came up, I was like, baby, we're going to Pandora. <laughs> She's like, I don't know what that is. That's the key. That's the key. You can either work your ass off the way everyone else works their ass off, or you can get out of your own way and start following this. And it's simple. Like I said, meditation in the morning allows you to tap into that. You get inspired thoughts when you're quiet and in the morning. Your brain is the greatest supercomputer in the universe. It is powerful beyond your wildest dreams. Massive tip, you have a question, you wanna meet that guy, every night you go to bed for the next 30 days, hey brain, help me figure out how to meet this person. That's it, just ask. While you're sleeping, it will figure that stuff out. More clients? Hey, brain, how do I get more clients? And let it do its work while you're sleeping. Then you wake up, you meditate, you get inspired thought, you're like, holy shit, where did that idea come from? It's all in you. Everything that you guys want and need is in you. What's amazing about these networks is that everything you ever want is inside of your network. What I loved with the commercials is you get to ask. In fact, it's encouraged. One of the things we tell our clients is we give them a distinction called unreasonable requests. Every day for 30 days, you have to go out and make an unreasonable request. Every day. It could be for someone to buy you dinner. It could be for someone to make an introduction. It could be for someone to give you a discount on vacation. I don't care. Whatever you're inspired by, ask. And you know what they all come back with? They all say exactly the same thing. Oh my God, people say yes. <laughs> They're dying to say yes. No one asks. No one asks. So when you ask from here, it's a very different ask. It's an ego ask. Ask yourself, why do you want more money? Why? Exactly, and if you spend, if you spend more money, what would you buy? Chanel bags. What would you buy? Okay, Chanel bags. And how does a Chanel bag make you feel? Awesome. awesome. More, more. Does, does that awesome last? Yeah. Every time you wear it, probably. How often do you wear it? Once a year. No. You're not chasing the, the material thing, you're chasing the feeling. All of us are chasing the feeling. How many of you guys want to spend more time with your kids? Notice everyone that's got kids want to spend more time with their kids. Less time. <laughs> I know that's a lie. Yeah, that's a lie. You were saying like, when you don't spend time with your kids, what do you do? 
exactly, you feel guilty. Now here's the thing with guilt. Guilt is one of the lowest vibrational frequencies on the planet. When you feel shame, when you feel guilt, if you're a creator, if you're tapped into all of this amazing energy and you're a manifester, as soon as you bring your energy down to, to guilt and shame, guess what happens? How many of you guys create amazing things when you feel amazing? Yeah. How many of you guys create amazing things when you feel shitty? It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's impossible. It's universal law. So you know what the secret is? Feel good. Don't think about things. Feel things. And the more you feel good, the more opportunities find you. The people, the opportunities, the cases. It has nothing to do with what you do. You will do inspired things when you follow your intuition and heart. And it will be effortless. Did you have to work super hard for that guy to walk, walk into your store? You just were there. I wasn't there. <laughs> I wasn't even there. <laughs> even better. <laughs> I wasn't even there. All right. I want to just pause here for a second, see if anybody has any questions, anything that you want me to talk about specifically, I'm happy to do so. How do you get that work-life balance? So one of the top things, you know, and I've talked to you even before this, is the work-life balance. How do you make more time for family, between work, health, all those things, right? Health, family, work, you want to get to those three. Besides just being there, what else do you do? Do you, is it time management? Is it like besides following your heart, what else? can you do to, or feel complete, to feel better about whether it's spending 15 minutes with your family or sometimes two hours. Sometimes, you know, it's two hours with family, it's maybe not quality time. Well, exactly, oh, that's a, so, that's, yeah. that's a good question. So, Why isn't it quality time? A lot of things, you know, electronic, or sometimes you're thinking about work and you're not engaged. Yeah. So like a lot of that comes. How many of you hang out with your, how many of you guys are hanging out with your kids and it's like this? Yeah, I do that a lot. And that's why I say that sometimes because I'm getting emails, I'm getting texts. Sometimes I just put my phone away just so I could get like 15 minutes in. Not always because I feel like I have to, I'm like attached to my phone. But what techniques or what do you why, do? Why do you work so hard? To make money so I can provide for my family. So I can what, do you think, what do you think your kids want? Buy do you, Chanel bags. <laughs> buy Chanel bags. Do you think your kids care about how much money you make? No. What do you think your kids care about? I guess just spending time and having fun. And, you know what, uh, I, one of my friends is a, a really, really high-end uh, sports coach. He coaches like Olympic athletes and, and football teams and stuff like that. And he's interviewed a ton of the best athletes in the world. And he said, why? Why did you work so hard at your sport? What did you do? What do you think their answer was? That's as kids, as kids, as kids. Famous. So loved it. Loved it. That's fine. The 15-minute car ride back with their parents was the only time that they actually got to spend with them. Oh, wow. That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Your kids don't give a shit about how much money you make. You do. Your ego does. That's it. Why? And we live in a culture, especially in New York, where you're measured by the amount of money in your bank account, by the bag that you carry or the car that you drive. When you're, no, there's nothing wrong with that. I love money. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love money. Yeah. It just, money comes easy to me. 
I don't have a thing about I have to work hard for money. I have it that money is easy. That opportunities and people show up at my doorstep banging down my door. That's my conversation. So for me, being with my family, loving on my family, feeling that love and joy with my family. I was in the jungle, I was telling him, I was in the jungle in Colombia with my brother. So both of us, neither of us are working on our business, okay? So from March 1st to March 13th, basically two weeks, I didn't open a work email. <coughs> I didn't talk to a single client. <coughs> I was off the reservation, physically and mentally. We made more money in those two weeks than we have in the entire three months leading up to that, or two months leading up to that. How many of you guys go on vacation and make more money than, than you do when you're working? Right? Yeah, it's kind of wild. You're like, I'm not really working. How am I making money? Guys, that's not a secret that's held to very certain people. It's the way things work. When you move out of your own way and you get rid of your doubts, your not worthy, not good enough, not accepted, not loved, all of those stories that every single human being has, you tap into something really phenomenal. And it's flow and it's ease. And you wanna know how to. Right? Yeah. yeah. And who, who asks how to? The brain? Yeah. Here's my, my recommendation, this is something I tell my clients. Instead of doing pros and cons lists, are people like, my wife is such a big list maker. Is there anybody here that's like a huge list maker? The super organized, the super organized detailed people. It's like, what restaurant are we going to? Okay, well let's do a yes and no list. Do a heart versus brain list instead. And really start tapping into what this is saying. Who's to say that spending more time with your kids will stop you from making more money. That's bullshit that you just bought. Who's to say that you need to work 80 hour work weeks to make seven figures? That's bullshit. Who's to say that you have to spend X amount of dollars in marketing to grow your business? That's bullshit too. Do every single one of you know someone that breaks the rule that you believe so so amazingly well? Yeah. Does everyone, I don't care what you believe, is there someone, one person in your life that does it totally different and is succeeding? Right? Like the, the people that I know that make the most money don't work. Listen, when you do what you love, it's not work. Yeah. That's for sure. So if it's possible for one, it's possible for all. That's the bottom line. And it's like, you can go around in circles and you could read your productivity books and you could read all these other things. Do they make a difference? Like that, right? Marginal. My business, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but like maybe my business is different. So like, I got a motion deadline due. I can't just, you know, rely on my heart, you know? I gotta do it, you know? That's, that's the path you chose. Yeah, so that, that's, so like, I don't know if that applies to like, a universal thing. So for me, it's like, hey, do I you have do you do you always have a deadline? Uh, not always, but a lot of times. Okay, and when you don't have deadlines, do you still choose work over spending time with your family? I, there's always something to do for me. Always. There's always something to do for everyone. Yeah. Always. I could choose to do a whole bunch of things. 
You choose to do those things. And then I feel guilty sometimes when I'm not working because I'm like, that's more time that I could be putting. I could learn that better or I, whatever it is in my craft because I become a workaholic. So whether it's, hey, practicing my opening or doing mm -hmm. this or thinking some other things. I'm like, I'm always thinking about that stuff. And I love the trial aspect of it, but there's a lot of stuff I'm like, oh shit, I gotta do that motion. And like, sometimes even when I'm home, I'm thinking about oh, all the things I have to do. And it sort of like gets me down because I'm like, I have all these things I feel overwhelmed. So I, I try to sort of compartmentalize and you know, mm -hmm. spread it out. But what I'm saying is I, people have deadlines. You can't just say, hey. I'm when, I was in when I was in finance, yeah. when I was in finance, I realized that we were, we walked into the office and it's like phones off the hook, right? Like second you walk in, you have no time for yourself, et cetera. So I told the women at the front, like the, the uh, secretaries, I said, don't pass any calls to the back office till 11 a.m. Meaning that for the first two hours, everyone gets to do their own thing. You get to create your day, do whatever it is that you wanna do. After three weeks, I stopped hearing the phone rings when I got into the office. So I buzzed the secretary up front. I was like, are the phones working? She's like, yeah, no one's calling. I was like, what do you mean no one's calling? She's like, yeah, no one's calling. And at 11, everyone started calling. Energy is everything. You can believe what you wanna believe, and that has you produce the results that you produce. When I met the coach that I work with, and I was telling Eugene, this chick in six years went from zero to charging a million dollars a year per client. She coaches Walmart. She went from being a $2 waitress to being a million-dollar-a-year coach. She's never spent a dollar in marketing. That fried a bunch of circuits in my brain. Because I'm a marketing guy. I like have funnels, I know how to spend a dollar, make two, like I got all that stuff on lock. It fried my brain. Whatever you, there is an attorney out there making way more money than you, working less hard than you, spending more time with their kids than you. Oh, I know that for a fact. That's there is. To me, it's are they all doing their career? That's what I always say. It again. Meaning, meaning he's not. No, but I'm saying, are they 50 at the years where they were putting in all the grind at that time? Yeah, maybe. Now they're sitting on autopilot like I put in that time. Maybe. Yeah. Because I bet you, I, I think gut-wise, maybe I'm wrong, that they have, at some point, had to put in that grind and the time in order to get there or else they wouldn't be sitting on all the time. That's just how I was trained. I was trained I got to it. the other person. That's it. And then, we were all trained that way. At, a, at some point, you know, when I look back at guys in my business, too, just like you, I always wonder how they got there. And I think they tell me the same story. I grinded and I make calls all the time and it just... Opportunities came and now they're on autopilot because you're in a sales business. Yes. Okay So I'll get to you Alex in a second. You're in a sales business, right? I used to run a sales floor for for finance At some point I granted there's different salespeople, okay, like there's salespeople and there's shitty salespeople, but I'm talking similar qualification salespeople Are there people that do better than other people? Yeah, absolutely I'm saying like making the same calls, doing the same thing. Absolutely, right? So that's not working harder. That's working in a flow state that produces better results. Someone can work two hours massively effectively versus someone working 10 hours and produce the same exact results, if not better. 
But we tend to be like, when we're at work, oh man, I should be with my kids. When we're with our kids, oh man, I should be at work. When we're working out, oh my God, I'm wasting my time. And so you're never there. You're never there and present. And when you're there and present, stuff works. You told me you don't get business from miracles. It's like you walk around, you meet people, right? Yeah. Well, look, I mean, my business is, is random, you know? It's... It, nothing's nothing's it's random. random but <laughs> it's, you know, it's people... I have old clients referring me business. I have people who, What's you know, have accidents and uh, it's referrals through other people, whether through BNI, through other networking that I do, and I get out. Good block. Huh? Good block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whether from chapter 66. <laughs> no, it <sighs> happens all the time. It's friends, family, it's a bunch of different ways. Yeah. Just like everybody. You know? Exactly. So. My clients, by the way, we don't do marketing. We charge $120,000 a year to work with us. I can't market out there and be like, hey, anybody looking for a performance coach for 120 grand a year? Like those people aren't on adver clicking on advertising for coaches. You get that? I don't need to search for business. It comes to me. This is what I was saying to you. Most people look at business and attraction as they walk around with a flashlight in the dark and they're like, are you a fit? 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 What if it wasn't like that? What if it was you are a lighthouse and you just shot this light way out into whatever you want to call it, the universe, and they find you? Other than following your heart, how do you bring yourself in that light and be a better person to be more effective to work four hours a day. To work, you don't have to work four hours a day. I work, I mean, I love what I do. Yeah. I love what I do. So I get to choose. There's days that I work 10, 12 hours a day. There's days like the other day when I messed up my shoulder, ironically enough, I was like, Friday, I'm taking my son out of school and we're going skiing. That's it. Because I woke up that day, I was like, you know what? There's a ton of snow on the ground. I feel like going skiing. Hey, Shy, you want to go skiing? Let's go skiing. Well, that's the flexibility having your own business. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And I've structured my life that way. Yeah. Right? I worked in finance, so I was, I was like that, yeah. So is there a way to get yourself into this flow state or, or uh, aside from just meditating and kind of getting out of your own way? Is there a way yeah, there, there are tons. So one of, the, one of the greatest things I can tell you, so meditation is massive, okay? One of the other things is, you tap into flow when you do things that you are afraid of, okay? Which is why extreme athletes are so good, right? They're always pushing that boundary of what's comfortable. Most people wanna get results, but they wanna stay comfortable doing those same things. So if you're comfortable and you're just doing more, working harder, work, you know, all that stuff, you get more, better, different results. You don't get breakthrough results. You don't 4X your business by doing that. So what you always wanna look for is what's something or some things that I could do right now that scare the shit out of me? Make sense? And just make that list and you'll feel it, right? So for me, when I'm really afraid, it's like that sinking feeling in your stomach where it's like you're falling on a, on a roller coaster and I just know that's the thing. So now, every time I feel that, I'm like, that's exactly what I'm gonna go do. Yeah. 
the scariest, as we just say on Wall Street, the scariest trades are the best trades. Yeah. Okay, the ones that you, you know you shouldn't do, your head says you shouldn't do it, okay, but your gut's telling you to do it, all the ones that make it. And that's, I was very successful in doing that. Yeah. By the way, transfer that into everything. And that's the problem. Right now, I'm not in that. It's, it's, a, it's the negativeness. That's, that's what my question to you. How do you get rid of the negativeness, okay, that, that is around you all the time? I think your brain is thinking negative. It tends to think negative. So how do you get to back to the heart where you're shooting more from the hip and rather from, oh, I got aim. And that's awesome. What's your name? Dominic. Dominic. Awesome point. By the way, just so you guys know, your brain is wired for negative feedback. It's just, it's just the wiring, it's just the physiology. The reason is because the brain has one job. Anybody know what that is? Keep you alive. Exactly, survive, that's it. That's the only thing it's meant to do. So the negative is not really negative, it's like, don't do that, that's scary. You know, this is, stay here, this, that. So all of it is a conversation, right? You can hear it as negative. Most people, by the way, don't even know that the voice that's talking in their head is not them. Most people think that the voice talking in their head is them, giving them feedback. How could you talk and listen to yourself at the same time? It's impossible. So the first thing to do is just realize that it's just a voice, like a radio playing commercials in the background. What we do is we get really attached to that voice and we hear it as ourselves. And so when it says, don't do that Dominic, that's really stupid, we listen and we stop. What I'm telling you is, this will always speak first, always. It'll say, hey, go talk to that person. How do you know the heart's right? I could say I wanna be a middle linebacker. My heart's saying I wanna be a middle linebacker for the Giants, and I'm not physically possible. There is no, but my heart every day is saying, I wanna play sports ever since I was young. I wanna play sports, I wanna play sports, I wanna play sports, I wanna play sports. If that were true, if that were true, Steroids? No. You, that's one way. That's one way. I guess I could, and then I'd be middle linebacker, right? Okay. If that were true. But serious, yeah. Seriously, if that were true, if that was truly something that you wanted to pursue, yeah. wouldn't you be doing things I did. to make that a rea reality? I just, my size, I just got demolished. Okay. I didn't grow faster than the other kid, so. Neither did I. I was, he'll, he'll attest. He I mean, it was tough. Like I was five foot three. 110 pounds going into my junior year of high school. Me too. And then I grew like seven inches and my volleyball coach was like, Same dude, way. what the hell happened to you? Or he was kind of like this going, what the hell happened to you? Same way. Look. Getting hit by a 6'1 guy running back is not the. Yeah. yeah. But I kept fighting and then after a while I was like, maybe yeah. physically it's not my call. Yeah. I kept saying I want to play sports. Okay. And then what happened? You just got beat up and you quit. Then I went into finance, my other love, and then I was 16 <laughs> old, and I was like, I wish I would have been this high in high school, I would have demolished guys. And then I would have crushed them. Do you, do you remember that movie? I missed it by like a couple of years. Do you remember that movie, Rudy? Yeah. 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 No, yeah. I mean, it's possible. Size is not a thing. No, no. Now it's too late. Now it's, yeah. Even fitness, right? Everyone's like, oh, I want to get in shape. I want to get in shape. You know how you get in shape? You notice that before an event, you go on vacation, you got to get in a bathing suit, something. Do you work really hard to get into shape? Urgency is what's missing. Urgency. You wanna create massive results, create urgency. If it's not urgent to you, you don't do it. If, you, if someone's like, oh, I don't have money. I don't have enough money. I'm like, if your kid got sick, 
and you need to pay for doctor bills, would you come up with money? Yeah. You make it happen. Surgeon. Thank you guys. So that's it, my friends. That's today's episode. I just want to thank you for being part of our Have It All family and truly, truly thank you for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to help or give back in any way possible, the best way would be to share this or any other episode that you loved with your family, friends, or colleagues. And if you'd be so great as to just leave us a rating and a comment on either iTunes or Stitcher, whichever you use, that helps us tremendously. It only takes about two to three minutes of your time and would mean the world to us. Finally, I want to let you know that if you want to get even more exclusive content from Guy and I, just head over to satoriprime.com and make sure you join our mailing list. Now, I know what you might be thinking, God, not another mailing list, but I promise you, you'll only get an email or two from us per week and it will always have amazing videos and articles that I'm sure you're going to love, promise. So until next time, you can join our ongoing conversation at the Have It All Facebook group where you can let us know how we're doing and what we can do to improve. Love you all, and we'll see you on the next Have It All podcast. Have an amazing, amazing day, my friends.